Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Wow. Hallelujah. All right. Let's pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed time in your presence. Speak to us in a way that will understand Holy Spirit. Visit every single person under the sound of my voice. Challenge us, direct us, and move us forward in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please sit down. All right. We are really in the last days, eh? Yeah. They said the, the, the people in Sodom, they tried to rape the angels. Wow. Totally. Even angels are in danger. Boys are in danger. Girls are in danger. Now angels. Oh, then we are in the last days. Wow. Well, well, it's a pleasure to be with you, to speak the word of God to you. And I believe God has a message for all of us. Amen. Um, today is perhaps my final session with you on fruitfulness. All right. I don't know, maybe your pastors will continue with you. Okay. All right. All right. Good, good, good. Let's go on. Amen. John chapter 15. Let's read from the Bible. John chapter 15. Um, reading from verse number one. Today I'm sharing with you keys to fruitfulness okay now there are not so many keys so just one or two or something all right but i'm giving you a master key to fruitfulness a master key is a key that can open many doors is that not the case yeah one key but it can open a lot of doors do you get it we bought a padlock some time a set of padlocks some time ago it's like there are just two keys, but the padlocks are four. Do you see it? So you lock here, lock here, lock here. But that one key opens all the locks. So when you come, you just take out one key, you just start to open, and then you are in. It felt really, when you are holding the key, you feel very powerful. Because that one key is a master key. Tonight, I want to give you a master key that will make you fruitful. Apart from fruitful, it opens other doors as well. Amen. Amen. So let's read the scripture. I also like the keys. Jesus said, I am the true vine and my father is the husband man. Every branch that is in me that beareth not fruit, he takes away. And every branch in me that bears fruit, he purges it. Today prophet was talking about purging. Is that not so? That it may bring forth more fruit. Is that not the case? Is it purging that he talked about? See you in heaven. I think it's purging that it says even some relationships must be taken away. And you must do, you must operate a see you in heaven principle 
Do you see in heaven? Yeah. Now ye are clean through the words which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Abide in me and he that abideth in me and... <laughs> I didn't know that the picture was coming. I was ready. He that abided in me, <laughs> he that abided in me, and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If a man abided not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. May this never happen to you. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto thee. Herein is my Father glorified, if you bear much fruit. Amen. Amen. John 12, 23 to 25, the Bible says, And Jesus answering them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. He that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto eternal life. Hallelujah. Amen. Why this elaborate scripture? I'm reading this scripture to you to give, the first scripture was to give us a foundation on fruitfulness, that God is expecting us to be fruitful. Hallelujah. And Jesus finishes off by saying that herein is my father glorified if you bring forth much fruit. So my first point is that fruitfulness brings honor and glory. Fruitfulness brings honor and glory. Jesus said, when you are fruitful, God is honored. Amen. But I don't think God is the only person who is honored when you are fruitful. The fruit bearer is also honored. Amen. Even when you come to church on Tuesdays and you are fruitless, you see that it's not comfortable. It's like you are sitting right under the heater. It's not really comfortable. But if you are fruitful, you see Tuesday nights are nice for you. Do you see it? You are happy. Amen. Any, let's say if you are fornicating and we talk about fornication, you always be angry at the pastor. Yeah, and, and I see a lot, of, a lot of church members who are usually not happy with the pastor. They are living in sin. Any church, not just this church, any church you go to, when you see that members are there, the pastor is always, then they can't say it boldly that, oh, he's talking about fornication or stealing or lying. So then they have to mask it or masquerade it in something else. Do, do you get it? Because he's hitting that point too much. It's, oh, thank you, sacrament. It's always a pleasure to have you around. Yeah, we saw pictures of your camp. It was really nice. Uh, very happy to see that God is doing something in Amtata. Amen. Amen. And it's because of fruitfulness. A young man who we met many years ago, I remember when we met him many years ago in East London, worked with us, gave his life for the work that we are doing. One day his pastor told him, this guy, I want to send him to Bible school. I said, oh yeah, he said, good. There were two of them. I said, it's a good idea. Sent him to Bible school. He came back. Today, 
we have a mighty church at Amtata. We're happy. Somebody is fruitful there. Now, if you were supposed to go to Bible school and you did not go and you have sat in the church and gained weight and become obese and you are around and we talk about going to Bible school and fruitfulness, immediately you become unhappy. Do you, do you get it? You become unhappy. You, yeah, you become agitated. You become worried. The pastor is talking about it too much. Why, why, why doesn't he stick? Somebody, one guy said, why doesn't the pastor stick to the word of God? If it wasn't for the Bible, I wouldn't have known the word fornication. So when we use the word fornication, where else has, have you gone to school before for your teacher to use the word fornication? It's from the Bible. So the pastor should stay with the word of God. What more is the word of God? What more? What more is when we are even using what we are talking about? We are using Bible words. Bible words, fornication. Yeah. So now let me tell you a story. One day, a certain guy, he had, he he, he said he had stopped the church. He had gone to fornicate yeah, with one of the people in the choir. No. So, so, somebody says always the choir. It's not necessarily so. They stand on the stage so they are easily noticed. Yeah. So they stand on the stage. People, so they become an easy target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes too, they are bad. Anyway, but... Let's go on. So this guy, when they were questioning him, he said that he has stopped the church. So they asked him, that, yeah, when the elders were questioning him, he said, oh, he cried. He wanted to inform the elders that he has stopped the church. So they asked him, that, why have you stopped the church? He said, oh, the church is not a good church. Then they asked him that, why is it not a good He said, oh, the preaching is not good. So they were all surprised. So how? So if the preaching was good, do they think he will go and fornicate? <laughs> you that you have gone to fornicate, oh, now you are blaming the pastor that he's not preaching the right message. That's why you have gone to fornicate. So you will see that when church members are fooling around, they choose a target. And usually the pastor is a soft target. Because traditionally, a pastor is known to be somebody who is soft, doesn't complain about anything. And is always happy with everything, cool, quiet, and poor. Because mm. poverty also makes you quiet. Do you see? So, that's what happens. So when you preach about fruitfulness or when you preach about anything and the person is doing well in that thing, the person be begins to feel good. The same way, when you are fruitful, when we talk about fruitfulness, you feel good. When you are unfruitful, when the thing about fruitfulness comes, it casts a certain shadow on you. So it's not only God who's glorified, but even the person who's bearing the fruit is glorified. You look very good. I mean, if like a marriage, husband and wife, then there's no child. You see, anytime the in-laws visit, 
you will see the wife begins to feel uncomfortable because it's almost like the problem is usually the wife, which may not necessarily be the case. Sometimes it's the guy. Do you get it? Sometimes it's the guy. Do you see? But it's like the in-laws will be looking. The wife is the first target. The in-laws will be looking at, hey, one year. Is everything okay? Two years, they'll start to ask questions that, oh, your house is very big. Are you happy here alone? Then by the third year, they'll start to say, eh, the house is quiet. Oh, we can play music. No, but, you know. Then by the fourth year, they, they gather confidence. They call the in-law. They, the in-laws call the wife for a meet. Are you sure? It's, it's our son okay? It's everything. So you'll see every time, there's some discomfort because there are no fruits. And the fruit of marriage, traditionally, is children. It's children. So when you are in the church also, you are not being fruitful. It is, it's, it's, especially in a church like this, you feel uncomfortable, you feel unhappy, you feel unsettled. I'm actually surprised when I see fruitless Christians settled in the church. It amazes me. It worries me. It's like they, they, they are apathetic to the reality that they are fruitless. It's like they, they are not moved, nothing. They are just there. It, 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 it really, it surprises me when I look around. I, I will be feeling very uncomfortable. I will be feeling totally restless. Totally restless. I mean, when prophet is, I mean, as he's doing this um, revival services, sometimes he talks about something and I watch, I say, Charlie, this thing is missing in my life. I feel uncomfortable. So the way you are at ease, you are so comfortable. It amazes me. And the Bible says, woe to anyone who's at ease in Zion. Woe unto them that are at ease. It's like you are settled. You are so okay with the fruitlessness. It's amazing. It's frighteningly amazing. It, it scares me. Even as your pastor, it scares me. It's scaringly amazing how comfortable we are. You, I mean, there's no fruit. There's nothing you are doing. Or there's nothing you do that works. Yet you are so comfortable. You are so okay. The question I ask myself, where did we get it wrong? At what point did we get it wrong? That I mean, the fact that, apart from the fact that fruitlessness brings shame, the comfort with the shame baffles my mind. It baffles, it blows my mind. Sometimes I wonder how you are able to sleep at night. I wonder. It's like you, you sleep and you sleep. You, I mean, your eyes are able to close. You are able to sleep with your eyes closed. You are not even scared. If I were you, I will sleep with one eye and keep one eye open for some time, then I sleep with this one, I keep, because you never know. Because the Bible says, woe to them that are at ease. It's like the church is a resting place. Zion is the church. Ease is rest. And then woe is be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Fruitlessness brings shame. Yeah. Fruitlessness. I preached in a church one day. 
And when I got there, I took some books. I mean, I took some books to go and give to them. Now, the price at which I wanted to give them the books, when I saw the church, I, I felt pity. So I calculated, I said, oh, let's dash the books to them. But let them pay something small for the books. I gave them a set of books, like I made packs for them. Now, when I, when I started to, the pastor said, oh, they will, the church will buy the books. And no, and they will, whichever way, they will resell it to the people, whatever. So I said, oh, no problem. So when I finished, I saw that they had given us uh, at the discounted rate their whatever it was. So I finished preaching everything. Then when I finished, they gave me an, uh, an offering. When I took the offering, I mean, this, usually I, mean, I don't really mind with this, but when I took them, I saw that the cost of the books had been taken out. It's like church was so dry that they couldn't even honor the grace. So it's like, if the books cost 800 rands, they took the, you will see that when you add the 800 rands to the offering they gave, a round set up. And nobody gives an offering that is crooked. Yeah. But I look at the church, I, I wasn't surprised. Even the people I took to the place were more than the church that I went to meet. Like those who came to say amen when I'm preaching, because they know sometimes. Because the service started nicely until woe came. They know this guy. When, when woe comes, the service can go scripture. So they came to say, oh, cool down. They would be, oh, cool down. Hey. Those who came to say cool down, they were more than the church that we went to meet. Fruitlessness is, I mean, when you invite somebody to church and people don't come to church, if you as a pastor, you begin to feel, you begin to feel funny. I'm surprised that you can be comfortable with your basenta when people come two, one, two, one, two, like you are testing a mic, one, two, one, two, one, two. I mean, you are comfortable with it. I'm surprised. I'm really amazed. Jesus said, hearing is my, even, even the, the other one, um, John 12, as he's coming to talk about bearing fruit, he says that the hour has come, and Jesus answered, the hour is come that the son of man should be glorified. The next verse, he starts to talk about fruitfulness. Immediately, the next, usually when we read this scripture, we forget the scripture that comes before it. He, he says, the time for the son of man to be glorified has come. The time for glory to come to the son of man has arrived. How has it arrived? Then he starts to talk of how to be fruitful. Is that by him becoming fruitful, he will be glorified. But unfortunately, today's Christians, we are okay with having no fruit. I mean, we are so comfortable. We are so relaxed. It, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't disturb us. It's cozy for us. Point number two. Point number. I'm just giving you three points. My time is even halfway already. Three points. It's a quick family meeting, fellow South Africans. And there we go. 
Number two, without using the seed, you cannot be fruitful. After this, I come to the master key. Without using the seed, you cannot be fruitful. Verse 24, it says, Verily, verily, I say, except the, a corn of which fall to the ground and die, it abides alone. He said, except the seed falls to the ground, except you engage the seed, you'll be fruitless. We've preached. What have we not preached? Um, why you must be fruitful. What, please open the chapters for me. Why you must be fruitful. You are known by, you are recognized by your fruit. Loss of fruitfulness. No, read it to me. Read it to me. Loss of fruitfulness. Jesus' loss of fruitfulness. Supernatural loss of fruitfulness. Uh, what? Different things about fruitfulness. We have said it. Uh, but until you begin to use it, you will not be fruitful. It will just be, you just be full of knowledge. You know so many things you have heard. Oh, as of fruitfulness, oh, I know everything in the book. It doesn't bring fruitfulness until you use it. Jesus said, except the, the seed, it falls to the ground. You'll be fruitless. You'll be fruitless. Do you know how to drive? Come. Pastor Spa, you are a very good driver. You know how to drive, Please come. Please give him a microphone. You don't know. Would you like to learn how to drive? Okay. Teach her how to drive. Just tell her step number one. Mm-hmm. Teach her how to drive. She's sitting in the car. Teach her. Step teach her. Number listen, one. listen properly. Like, sh- like me, President me. Zuma said, listen properly. Yeah. So step number one, make sure the car is on neutral before you make start. Make sure the car is on neutral. Okay. Step number two, press the clutch even though the car is on neutral and then turn the key to start. Step on the clutch and turn the key to start. Mm-hmm. Then step number three, mm-hmm. now we are about to put on the gear. Number one, you push so it when, on. So once she turns the key, the engine will start. The engine will when start. you turn the key, the engine will start. Okay. Uh-huh. Till up, till up, the zoom, then yes. Mm-hmm. Seat belts and everything is on, no? Seat belt, wear your seat belt, ne? Yeah, or else you fall out. Okay, good. <laughs> Check your mirrors, adjust your seat, make sure you're yeah, comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yes. good. Then, look at the gears before you even go. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know where number one, two, three, four is. There are some numbers on the, it's not for decoration. It's not, it's, yes. It's not an it's auto, it's not an automatic. It's mm-hmm. number manual. One. So yeah. for number one, you push it far on the on your left, far left, and then you push it on the forward, forward. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, let's go. Uh-huh. Are we ready? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. We are Pre- in number one. Press the clutch. You press the clutch. Then now push the gear to the left, mm-hmm. and then push it forward. Yes. And then slowly release yes, with your the feet. clash. You release the... No, not with no, that no, one. No, the no, other, other one. one the, the left one. With your left foot, not your right. Your left. The left is the clutch. The right is the accelerator. Yes. 
slowly release, release the, the left. Yeah, while you press the the accelerator, you press gently. the right gently. We are not going to. We are not going to Amtata. We are just going here. So slowly, yes, slowly. gently. We are moving. Can you feel the car moving slowly? Yeah. Is it okay. checking or it's moving? It's gently. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. okay, accelerate some more. Yeah, press the right some more. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then... No, we are on the field. We are no, on the field. <laughs> Uh-huh. So we are moving. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, you are doing well. So slowly again release the accelerator slowly and then press the clutch. Clutch, yes. And then put it left, yes, left. And put it to Oh my god. You didn't wear your seat belt. You see you are falling out of the car. Oh, that's this one. Yes. Put it on number two. Number two, still far left, and just push it back, to the all back. the way back. Uh-huh. And then again, release the same process. Release left, press, press right. Again. Good. Right. Yeah. Then when we are about to stop, let us stop now. Start to press the, the brake now. The brake is the one in the middle. The one in the middle. Gently. Yeah. Gently. You use your right. Yes. Then now press the clutch again. Press the, press the clutch also. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. and then slowly then and then put it to number one mm-hmm. and then stop. Mm-hmm. And then make sure the car, you put it back on neutral mm-hmm. and then remove your hand there and then turn off the, the key and then pull the... Wait, this. we didn't do the... Now you are about now to you are doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Now, yes. Now pull it. Now pull it. Pull, pull it. it. Pull, pull it. it. Yes. Pull it. Yeah, pull it. Yes, pull it. Yeah. The car is stopped. Wow. Clap for the teacher. That's a good teacher, ne? Do you know how to drive now? I'm learning. Mm-hmm. How many of you, after you feel that now she can drive? So after church, you will give her your car. You will give her your car. the teacher won't give the car. Because if you hear preaching now, you don't jump into the field and start to practically do what will bring fruit. You will not get any fruit. It will just be theories that you know in your head. Oh, when it comes to fruitfulness, closeness brings fruitfulness. Uh, I must abide in Christ. Uh, And fruitful Christians will be taken away. Fruitful Christians will be paid. It will just be things that you know. But if you don't get to the ground and start to do the jump into France, jump into DUT and start doing outreach and start talking to people, recruiting people, praying for people to be born again, you will never have any fruit. It will just be nice messages, you know. And many of you have been sitting here for about six, eight weeks and have been teaching on fruitfulness, yet you are sitting expecting that supernaturally and magically fruit will come. It doesn't come like that. You have to use the seed. Amen. Get up and start. Get yourself. Jump into the car. Go for lessons and start driving the car itself to know how to drive the car. Practically get to it. It's like swimming. Somebody can teach you. Who knows how to swim? Lindo, you know how to swim. Who doesn't know how to swim? 
Tandeka, come. Teach her how to swim. Come, come. Let's have another example. Come. Anna, maybe you didn't understand the driving. Let's look at swimming. You are there. Please give the microphones. Have you swam before? You tried. It didn't work. It didn't work. Today is your lucky day. You have won the jackpot. I've brought you a prophet. By the end of today, I prophesy to you, if I be a man of God, that you will be swimming. Receive the grace to swim. Good. Teacher Lindo, let's start. Okay. So this is our pool, okay? Mm-hmm. Do like this. Oh, we have to do that. Okay, let's learn how to swim. Yes. One leg, eh? Yes, please. Okay. Like One like leg this. like this. I don't do like this. But, sister, you have even started with the wrong leg. <laughs> yes. So you are up and the pool is... Okay, the low. pool is here. Okay. And then you just... We dive. Okay. <laughs> yes. And Relax then, your body. Hey, hey, hey. You don't know how to swim. They are teaching you. You are shouting. Learn. Ah. Relax. Relax mm. your body. Relax. Outside the water or in the water? In the water, Bishop. We relax. You relax. Relax. And then you try. Relax, Anne. Mm-hmm. You try to jump and be on top of the water. You, have, you try to jump to the top of the water. And then you start moving like... This girl, she doesn't... She can't teach us how to swim. Go, go. Uh, Justice, do you know how to swim? Please teach us. This girl, she can't teach us. This girl, please come. Your husband will teach us. Your husband, if you drown, he loses a lot. So he has to teach you the right thing. Yeah. He still wants to drown my wife. <laughs> yeah. New teacher, please. All right. Um, because you are a, a new beginner. Thank you. Yes. We don't even know how to swim. You say we should dive into the water. Do you know what happened the last time we dived into the water? Please, teacher. So, that teacher, Bush teacher. I'm sure she's from Limpopo. We suck her. Now you. I'm going to provide yeah online you. lessons. This is what it does. I'm going to provide you with a floater. A floater, okay. So, so you you are going to be floating on top of the water. Okay. As we start to do our lesson. So our first lesson, I'm going to teach you how to do freestyling. Do what? Freestyling. Freestyling. Yeah, it's, it's a type okay. of swimming. It's a type of swimming. Yes. So, this one because she didn't know the needs. Or the one leg. We should do one leg swimming. What type of swimming is that? So, put your floating board on the surface of the water. Okay, we put our We're floating board. Right there. We are at the shallow end. There. We, are, okay. we are not. Oh, God bless you. Okay. God bless you. We are at the shallow side. This girl, she was trying to kill us. Shallow side, yes, with our floater, so, and then so the first thing you lay on the floating board, okay, on your belly, mm-hmm. on the floater, and stretch your arms, we stretch on the surface of water, okay. So the first thing that we're going to your legs are still in the water, right? Okay, and it's at the shallow, okay. So you as you stretch your mm-hmm. arms, I need you to flip from right to left, so okay. one, one. Two, two, okay. Three, one, mm-hmm. four. Okay. All right. 
That's we are good. still on the board. We are still on the board. Okay. Right. We have learned how to move our arms. Mm-hmm. Right. I want you now to learn how to flip your legs. Okay. Flip that your will help legs. you also for, for movement. Okay. Right. So, go straight, flat out. On, on the board. On, on the board. Yes. Balance yourself well. You won't fall. Okay. So, you are going to flip your legs this way. Okay. Like that. Like that. You see? It's, it's working. It's working. It's working. Yeah. It's working. So, and then what do we do? Do we continue to... So, yeah, I, I wanted to do it separately. Okay. Now we are going to incorporate all that that you've just learned. Okay. Um, lay flat on the board. We start with our hands. We are going forward, mm-hmm. right? Move your first your right, your left, your right. Now, together with your legs, try to move at the same time. Right? It's working. It's working. It's working. Wow. All right. So, do you understand the lessons? Yeah, now we can swim. At least we understand the teaching. Yeah, can you swim? I still can't swim. Oh, you still can't swim? Yes. But you, they said we should lie on the board. And then we flip one, one arm like this. And the other one. And then we paddle the feet. And then we'll be floating. Yes. So tomorrow we just go straight into the pool and then boom. I have to start and learn. You have to learn again. Ah, but we have been teaching you. In the pool. I have to do it practically. Where, where, where? Practically. Prac? Yes. what? Prac what? Practically. what? you can swim. But having given all these lessons, me, even a doctor told me that, look, just lie in the water, do nothing, and be still. You will come to the top of the water. And the doctor explained to me, that's why dead bodies float. Because they are lifeless. I agree with the science. But I can't, I don't believe it. I'm not lifeless. I have life. The dead body has nothing to lose. I have something to lose. How many lessons have I not taken from people like Justice, Lindo, these are like suicide deaths. <laughs> Do you get, I've taken lessons, Pastor Tyler has tried to give me a lesson, Pastor Lungani has tried to give me a lesson, all theoretically. Up to today, I can't swim. Yes. Another lesson. But until I enter into the water for them to teach me in the water so that I can do one arm like this, another one, then I shoot my feet. Then now I will know how to swim. You can't come and say Tuesday after Tuesday and say suddenly you are fruitful until you get to the job and start to do what brings fruitfulness. You will never be fruitful. You cannot be fruitful. You can clap, you can shout, you can jump, you can dance. But until you step into the field and start taking one person, one soul at a time, one soul at a time, you will never be fruitful. You will never be fruitful. You can quote scriptures, you will still not be fruitful. You can sing all the songs. Te amo, I love you. You will still not be fruitful until you get 
to it practically. Yeah. Till you get to it. Until you get. She still cannot swim. Still, she cannot swim. With a very good teacher, at least. By the presence of the bad teacher, we know a good teacher. We can tell the difference. In fact, we all understand the lesson. I, I almost feel like I can swim. If it's not for experience, I would have been, I would even update my status. I can, now I can swim. But because of experience, I know when you get to the water, it's not the same. It's not the same. You put the board, you see, you are trying to lie on the board. He said a very important word. He said balance. You see, balance is a whole chapter. So you need the whole day to learn how to balance. When you lie on the board, that's where you see that you are overweight to the left. You need alignment. You are overweight to the left. So when you lie on the board, the, the board does. When you lie that, you'll be wondering, do I have two arms, two legs on the left? You'll be surprised. When you lie on the board, you see your weight is, the board doesn't stand at the same place for your weight to be on it. Balance is a whole job. Yeah. It's a whole job. The same for fruitfulness. You can hear preaching until you dive into the water, dive into the field and start doing practically what brings fruitfulness. You will not be fruitful. You cannot be fruitful. Thank you, husband and wife. So church of God, let's rise up and get into it. Pastors, let's create the opportunity for our people to be fruitful. Oh, I've preached. This fruitfulness message we have pretty in the whole denomination, everywhere, every from May through. I'm surprised we are still even on it up till today. From May, we've preached in all our churches. But it doesn't mean that people will be fruitful until we get to the ground and start doing what brings fruitfulness. You have taught the church for some time. It's time to carry all of them and set them up to be fruitful. Yeah, you have heard preaching for some time. It's time to set yourself up and say, I'm going to be fruitful. I wish I was here Sunday to inspect everybody's fruit. I've even taken you to a camp to teach you how to do evangelism. How to win a soul. The things that are involved in soul winning. You have to get to the ground practically. Or else nothing will be done. Nothing. It will just be one good message we heard before. So, were you there? Oh, do you remember when Bishop preached about fruitfulness? Yeah, that's what it will be a memory, an archival memory, archival message. Museum, museum piece. Yeah, something that people travel to Pastor Spar's workplace to go and see. Yeah, a museum piece message until you get to the job. Yeah. Today I came to call you to get to the job. Get to the job that we see that you are bearing fruit. That, that's when even the, treat, the teaching will become relevant to you. You begin to understand. Mm, that's why this is why I need purging. Purging. My mouth needs purging. Because the way I talk, the way I talk, just when I'm about to bear fruit, then I talk too much, then the sheep, the person changes their mind. I was talking to the person, so I want to receive Jesus now. Say, let me tell you something about sin. Then you talk and talk, but by the time you finish, the person says, I don't want to give my life to Christ again. Now I've changed my mind about giving my life to Christ. That's where you see that you need purging for your mouth. It's not only toothpaste that you need for your mouth, but you need purging. How to control your tongue, not to say some things. But until then, you will be sitting and say, it's the pastors who need purging. Bishop has seen one of the pastors, he's a liar, he's like Judas. So he's talking to that particular pastor. 
Key number three. I told you it's a short message. Key number three. Jesus said, except a cone of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it dies, if it does what? If it dies, it brings forth much fruit. Jesus said, this is a special key for fruitfulness. The seed must fall to the ground and it must die. It must fall to the ground and do what? Sacrifice is necessary or is needed for anybody to be fruitful. Sacrifice. Yeah, Jesus said dying. He used dying, which represents sacrifice. You will be alone. And Jesus knew. Jesus, at this point, Jesus had finished. It's after this point. You see, after this point, then Judas started to try to betray Jesus. I, I'll be, I won't be surprised if it's because of this message. Then Jude, yeah, because this is John chapter 12. John chapter 13, Bible says that, and Jesus knowing that the devil had entered into Judas, he sat down to meet John 13 too. By, as soon as it started chapter 13, he knew that Judas had an evil spirit. He wanted to betray him. So this was like the last teaching that Jesus gave to his disciples. From that time, he started preparing to die. He started to wash their feet, started to pray for them, started to tell them about the Holy Spirit, all this, all in preparation of him departing from. The, so when you read the book of John, this is the last teaching. From here, it's finished. The, the next plan was going to die so that he will bear a lot of fruit. If Jesus did not die, we would not be here today. Jesus taught a lot of nice messages, but by dying today, he has fruits all over in Asia, in America, in, in Africa, in any Australia, anywhere you can think about. Jesus has fruit there. How did he get the fruit? By the seed falling to the ground and dying. There's a need for a certain dying. Sacrifice. If you are not ready to sacrifice anything, you can't bear fruit. Watch anybody who's, who, who, who is not bearing fruit. They are not ready to sacrifice anything. Not ready to sacrifice family life. Not ready to sacrifice their time. Not ready to sacrifice money. Fruitfulness costs money. That you have a basenta that is working. It costs money. Going to bear fruit in Deban. One trip to Deban, 500 rands. Yeah, if I go Saturday and Sunday, 1,000 rands. Shock. Oh, clean. Clean, 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 clean. Like to just go. Like we went for an outreach on Saturday. Full tank, 1,200 and something. We went, went to church. Empty. Saturday, Sunday, empty. It costs money. It will cost you something. Some of you want it to cost you nothing, yet you want to have people. It doesn't work like that. You will still have nobody. You will be alone. That's the reality of the case. You will be alone. It has to cost you something. See anybody who's bearing fruit, they've spent some money. They have spent some money. You watch anybody, they have spent some money. It will by all means cost you something. If you are ready, that it will cost you some bolting, some Ubering. Oh, by all means. It has to cost, it will cost you some taxi fare. Yeah. 
it will cost you some fuel. By all means, ask Pastor Zolile if doing church in sweet waters doesn't cost him anything. It by all means costs something. Amy, I don't want to spend anything. You will be fruitless. I mean, let's, let's just accept you are by the loan. Even last Sunday when we finished sharing the grace, some of the people were asking um, Pastor Lungani for lunch. Like, I've come to church, so... Even we went on outreach on Saturday. Look, a number of them, would there be food? Would there be food? Very common. They ask everywhere, would there be food? I said, oh, there'll be refreshment. There'll be refreshment. So, food, I said, I said refreshment. Yeah, which is the standard juice and some biscuits we give. Yeah, for first-timers. It will by all means cost. Is that Usipile? Oh, okay. It will by all means cost you something. You don't want it to cost you anything. Even some discomfort. The people will sit in your car. And my car says, I just took it for washing. They have just washed the inside of the car. I've the cleaner and put perfume inside. It's smelling very, very nice. I don't want anybody from the township to come and sit inside with their township. Township, township flavor. Yeah, luxury flavor. I don't want them to come into the car with their luxury flavor and everything. So plus, uh, you will be alone. I said you will be what? Alone. You will be alone. In your nice car, alone. Smelling your nice smell, alone. cost you something. You have to pay a price. Many people do. It will cost you some, 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 some sleepless nights. Because the prayer that it requires, you have to be awake to. I mean, you, you say you are praying. Are you sure you are praying? How come there's no fruit? How come? Because prayer gives birth to new things. If you are really praying, how come there is no fruit? Jesus said anything they say, don't believe anything this. just look at the fruit. By their fruit, you will know them. The fruit is the product, the outward product or result of the in, inside work. So if you are really praying, how come there's no fruit? Very simple, because I can't come and spy on you. Are you really praying? Are you even using the gazetted UD tanks or you are using your own type of tanks as you pray? I mean, I, I can't come and say, are you using tanks from flow prayer or you are using tanks from Friday night prayer or night prayer or you may scream. You, we are using flow prayer. You are still doing, you may scream. Do you remember you may scream? Do you remember the touch, the porch, between the porch and the altar? Uh-huh. You are still using between the porch and the altar. Whilst we have gone into flow prayer. So which tanks are you using? It all makes no difference. We see, when we see the fruit, we know you are praying. When we see the fruit, we know you are doing outreach. When we see the fruit, we know that what you are saying, you are really doing. Many of the people say they are doing something, they are doing nothing. Sometimes it's not nice to say it in your face. So we have to encapsulate it in the preaching. It's like a capsule. So you take it, but the real thing is inside. So we put a nice sugar-coated, um, ch- uh, chocolate-coated, so that when you are, you'll be smiling as you are taking it. But the reality is that all the things you say you are doing, you are not doing it. 
All the things you say you are doing, you are not doing. It's just one story after another. You are even, like Prophet said today, I've now I've decided I've even, I won't even ask questions again because they will lie to add to the old lie. So I will not even ask any question again. Lindo, where is the fruit? Once we see the fruit, we know all the answers to all the other questions we wanted to ask. Hey, husband and wife, you see that there's a baby. Hey, you, you, don't, you, you don't now ask that. Are you usually in your room? How many times are you in your room? Do you smile at one another? Are you nice to your wife? Is your wife nice to you? Is your wife blessing you? Is there closeness? We don't have any. The baby shows us that. Work has been going on. The baby is a living testimony. Pillar, Pillar shows us that Pastor Lungani is abiding. <laughs> he has been praying. Yeah. Yeah, but if there's no baby, that's when you say, oh, Bishop, we are pressing very hard. Say, eh, we, we, we can't tell you that you are pressing at the wrong side. So we just say, mm. tell your neighbor, mm. yeah. Pastor Z, when we see the fruit, all the arguments come to us. We know you are sacrificing. We know you are praying. We know you are making time to pray. To be fruitful, you have to sacrifice family time. You have to say, look, fruitfulness, even at a certain level, doesn't work with husband and wife. No, the wife, the presence of the wife is even a hindrance. Or the presence of the husband is also a hindrance. Unless both of you are involved in the fruitfulness. Yeah. Because at a certain stage, you have to, you have to sacrifice children. Me, I don't do homework. Homework. I pay school fees. I do what? I pay school fees. Do the homework. Who did the teacher give the homework to? You. Do it. Now before I'm coming to do two plus two is four. Four plus, look. Souls are waiting for me somewhere. Souls are waiting for me somewhere. I have to sacrifice it. Now I'm not saying stop doing homework. Maybe in your case you need to do homework. It's not homework you have to sacrifice. It may be in your case... It's not homework. You have to sacrifice. Did you hear what Bishop said? I'm not. Maybe you have to sacrifice sleep. You sleep too much like a project. Yeah, like you are trying to revive the South African economy through sleep. to sacrifice to wake up to put in prayer two hours of prayer three hours of prayer for fruitfulness but you're not ready to give it how do you bear fruit you're not ready to sacrifice a little tv time you're not ready to sacrifice a little time with your friends you're not ready to sacrifice anything you cannot be fruitful some of you even have to sacrifice a certain way of life A certain way of life. 
You have to sacrifice it. One beloved you got. Every day, me and my beloved. And those who are always doing me and my beloved, those are the people who engage in fornication. They engage. Yeah, because you have more, too much time at your hands. Yeah, because you have talked about Kumbulekaya, you have talked about Jigama Jiga, you have talked about Imbeu, and then now it's finished. So what else? Then now, after Imbeu, we go to the seed. So now you sow a seed. Yeah. You sow under is what? The seed. The sin. Oh, okay. It's under. You go to it's on. No. Take your time. When you all say it like a zoo, I don't understand. One by one. Yes, Pastor Spa. It's on. It's on. Oh, that's what that one is easy. But when you all say it like a nursery rhyme, it becomes a, it's like a raw. Yeah, it's on. No must come. A certain way of life. Even some friends that you roll with, you, you, you have to sacrifice them. Or you will not be fruitful. You cannot be fruitful. You put them on see you later basis or see you in heaven. So you can be fruitful. I mean, you are going to school Monday to Friday. It means Saturday is when you can go out there and do out without regular outreach. You can't, you can't bear fruit. So the Saturday that you have to go, now you say you are doing Bali next door. So there's no time. The next thing you see, Sunday has come. Sunday has come. Then you start the whole cycle. Again, Monday to Friday, then this. Sacrifice a certain type of life, a certain type of friends that you can't keep. They don't, they don't make you fruitful. You can't keep anymore. Maybe you, some of you must learn to be friends with people you can see that they are being fruitful. Because when you are with fruitless people, with your one fruit, you feel like a king. You feel like, oh, I'm bad, but these people are badder. Better, better, better. Oh, I mean, I mean, at least I have one person. But if you were to roll with another group, I mean, it's like you go to a certain school. When they write matric and you get a... One distinction, they carry you to the whole city. Because you got distinction in Isi Zulu. Or Elo. But there are some schools that if you don't get five distinctions, four distinctions, they ask you, that, do you have a problem? Is this, do you have an emotional problem? A psychiatric problem? What's wrong with you? They call your parents for a meeting. They can't even ask you to reset. Because you had four, four distinctions. Because everybody's six, seven, six, seven, six, seven. You alone, four. What, what happened to you? So depending on where you are. So if you are mixing with fruitless people, Saturday, let's go and watch soccer. Let's go bowling. Let's go and this. Let's go that. Let's go this. How? Oh, small arrangement of chess you came to arrange. For their service, you already feel you are super spiritual. Because these people you are rolling with, they only appear in church Sunday. And even that Sunday, not every Sunday. So you feel like, look, 
You are the pastor in the group. <laughs> like you are the reigning pastor in the group. You may, you may have to leave this group and join another group of more serious Christians. Yeah. Until that, you can't bear fruit. Church is like a game. I, I, I saw a sister who said, ah, for me, I'm very spiritual. I look at her and say, look, if this is spirituality, I can be the Pope by the grace of God. If what you are doing is being spiritual, I can easily be the Pope. His holiness, the Pope. Yeah. Yeah, His holiness, the Pope. Because you sang once or twice. Good people, let's rise up. It will cost you, Pastor Z, it will cost you something. It will cost you food. Fruitfulness, it will take fasting. It will take some fasting and prayer. So it will, you have to sacrifice food at one point or another. I like the way the whole church has become quiet. It's like, which area is this that you have come to? Food. When we are talking about fruit, we are also coming to talk about food. Can't fast, can't do anything. You can't be fruitful. You cannot be. You may have. You have to set out some days to fast and to pray. Oh God, make me fruitful. Remember, prophet told us the story. He prayed, he fasted, and he prayed, and he said, "God, what can I do to be fruitful?" And God showed him somebody holding a hand with a book. Today, by that book, we are all, by the books, we are, be, we are blessed all over the world. By that, how did they come? Waiting on God, fasting and praying. Yeah. So it may cost you food. Oh, pastor, I'd rather I'll sacrifice sleep by food. Hmm. Food. At this stage, many of you should be fasting once a week, twice a week, once a because you are young. You are very young. And Bishop, now that I've got a job that I'm going to eat even more, you are talking about fasting. Yes, I'm talking about fasting because you have, in fact, now, now your fasting will make sense to God because first you could not afford it. So it's hunger-induced fasting. It's like you don't have the means. But now you have the means. And you decide that because I have the means, I'm putting the means aside to fast. Now it makes sense. That's why I'm talking about it now. It's the sacrifice you are making. If you don't have and you fast. I mean, some of you, we declare fasting in January. We are actually helping you. Because based on your budget, you can't afford food a lot every day. So, as we are all fasting, you are not the only hungry person. It's okay. But December, when you have received your bonus, when we say fast, you really can feel that, you know, with all the chicken in the house. Yeah. Pastor, you waited for me to get a job. Now you say, Yes. Actually, when I saw you, when I saw Norma, then I remember she has found a job. Then I said what I said. Norma and Temba, they are the same place. Yes. Now you can afford Big Mac. This is the time to fast. 
and Musa, they are all in the same zone. Now that you can afford, that's when it makes sense that I is, I'm not fasting because I don't have money. I'm fasting because I want to be fruitful. Be ready. Sometimes, look, even to be fruitful, sometimes it will cost, you have to learn to work and to work hard. Yeah. You, if you are doing church in location, look, the sheep, they don't organize themselves to one place. One is here. The other one is here. Yesterday, when you spoke to him, the, his house was here. When you came back, the house has moved from here to another place. You walk from, and there are no taxis that you, no, no, you walk from here to here. You walk from, you walk. One day I walked with my wife and she collapsed. Yeah. Yeah, when you go, so where you saw me is my auntie's house. Ne? Now I'm at my granny's place. Where's your granny's place? Oh, it's just here. You walk. By the time you realize you have covered five kilometers just to get there. And then when you get there, they tell you, Akeko. Oh, I called him. He said he was at home. Yes, but after you called, he said he was coming to meet you on the way. If you, you meet him on your way back. You walk and you can't find him. Yeah. That's how. I said, look, I, my wife was pregnant with my son. Walked and walked and walked and walked and she collapsed. Yeah. She collapsed. Yeah, that's why that my son is like that. Because. <laughs> oh, that particular one. Yeah. He was born in the struggle. I remember we used to pick two taxis to get to where the church is. Look, sometimes there's no money to pick a taxi. When we get to the first, the, where we are supposed to pick the now, I'll tell my wife, let's take a lover's walk. I want to show you something. <laughs> By the sea. And then we'll be walking. So you see, that part of the sea is the ocean. Oh, but I knew it was the ocean. Yes, but that part is the ocean. It's the ocean. Let's go. Yeah. They will be walking. That's all. Did you see that? It, it, it can be a shackle or it's a wheel. Hey, shark over here. Yeah. I have to entertain her until by the time she realizes our house is, hey, won't we pick a taxi? Oh, but we have almost, we have almost reached home. It's like it's strategic. Because when I look at my money, look, we can, two weeks, we can pick two taxis. The next two weeks, impossible. So, hey, one taxi, one walking. One taxi, one walking. One taxi, one walking. One taxi, one walking. Hey! You are not ready to do anything hard. How are you going to be fruitful? You sit in front of the car as a madam. Madam, and you expect the sheep to come to you, they will never come to you. Sheep are not like that. Sheep, you have to go and collect them. You have to go and collect them because they won't come to you. 
I sat in my house. I called them. I called this person to go and call this person. They won't go and call anybody. Roll up your sleeves and pull up your socks and jump there. You'll be surprised at what you will come up with. A little sacrifice. It's a master key to fruitfulness. If you are ready to sacrifice, you'll be fruitful. Jesus said, if the wheat, if the corn of wheat, it falls to the ground and dies. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. If it doesn't die, you'll be alone. You'll be alone. Basanta alone. Basanta alone. Center alone. Just watch any center that is reducing. You will see sacrifice has finished in the place. If you like, take it center by center or by center by center. Once the, the leader stops sacrificing, the number starts coming down. When he starts sacrificing, the numbers start going up. You don't even need to ask any question. Just check the numbers. Just ask for the numbers. That's why when you ask them for the numbers, they don't want to bring it. Because they know that the numbers tell the story clearly. So you see, they'll be playing games with you. You have brought people to church on Sunday. By Wednesday, you still don't know the numbers. How come? How come? How come? Did you not bring them? Are you not the one who brought them? How come? Even Sunday, before even we share the grace, you already know the numbers. You already know the numbers. But even the time we preach, you know the numbers just in case. But sometimes, once in a while, you have these type of members who don't abide by anything, then he will come in the middle of the preaching. So it's usually the number you know plus one or two, plus or minus. One, two. But you don't, after church, we, we can chase you for data. It's all, it's all a form of deception. You see, the, the person knows, but doesn't want to say. So you play games until you forget that you needed the numbers. Because they don't want you to know the story that the numbers tell. Jesus said you will know them by the numbers. Just check the numbers. You will know. I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice that today marks a turnaround. And today God will create in your heart a willingness to sacrifice so that you can become fruitful. So that fruit can start to come from the work that you are doing from your Christian life. that Your Christian life will not be dry anymore. It will not be barren anymore. It will not be like fruitless anymore, but there will be some dying and some price paying that will lead to fruitfulness. We'll see the fruit come from every angle, from every side. That God will give you even people like you to help you, to help with what you are doing and you'll be fruitful. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the message to a close. I want you to pray for yourself shortly as we close. I want you to pray for yourself shortly as we close. The Lord help me to pay the price that leads to fruitfulness. Sacrifice. Help me to sacrifice so that I'll be fruitful. So that I'll be fruitful. So that I'll be fruitful. Your word declares that except a corn of wheat fall to the ground and dies it abides alone but if it dies it brings forth much fruit much fruit much fruit much fruit 
much fruit. Much fruit. Much fruit. Much fruit. Much fruit. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Let me pay the price. Let me pay the price. Let me pay the price, Lord. Neko se payola. Mambo loba. Brendo lobo. Zimba la baba. Rampa loba. Shempo la tema sipaya. Rabbe loba. Rimpo laba. Bronde bada. Limbo la baba. Brando lobo. Zimba loba. Mayato mayekaba. Brondo boda. Mande bedeba. Brole kobaya. Kembo la taya. Milabo sipayoba. Brende toribaya. Brande bedebo simbalaba. Help us, Lord. Help us pray for yourself that as we bring the seasons teaching on fruitfulness to an end, you will become a fruitful vine. 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 You will become a fruitful vine from today. From today. From today. From today. From today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. Give us hearts that are willing and ready to sacrifice something. Sacrifice time. Sacrifice effort. Sacrifice sleep. Sacrifice food. To be fruitful, Lord. Sacrifice time to pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Number two. I want us to pray for the Holy Spirit. For the Holy... Isaiah Isaiah 32. Isaiah 32. The Bible tells us. Isaiah 32. It says, because the palaces... I'm reading from, from 40. It says, because the palaces shall be forsaken... And the multitude of the city shall be left. And the forts and towers shall be dense forever. And joy, a joy of wild asses, a pasture of flocks. Until the spirit be poured upon us from on high. And the wilderness become a fruitful field. And a fruitful field be counted to be a forest. Here the Bible says, when the spirit is poured on us. A wilderness, a wilderness is like a wild place. A place where nothing works and nothing grows. It becomes a fruitful field. And a fruitful field be counted as a forest. How does this come? When the spirit is poured out. One of praying, say, Lord, pour your spirit upon us. Pour your spirit upon each and every one. That we will become a fruitful vine. That we will become fruitful. That every single one of us will become fruitful in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and just begin to speak to God right now. Speak to God right now. Say, pour out your spirit. Lord, pour out your spirit upon us. Pour out your spirit upon us. Pour out your spirit upon us. Lord, pour out your spirit. Pour out your spirit. Your word declares that when the spirit is poured, a wilderness will become a fruitful field. And a fruitful field will be counted for a forest. Pour out your spirit on everyone on us. Pour out your spirit on everyone of us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As we bring this service to a close, Lord, pour out your spirit upon everyone under the sound of my voice. Under the sound of my voice. Pour out your spirit, Lord. 
Rambo la baba, brende le besof baleba, nimpa la baba, bronta le basento la ba. Pour out your spirit upon us. Pour out your spirit upon us. Nimpa takaya, mayosame, kemo la baba baba, rimo sabaya ba, bronde be, baya ya ya, dema tobaye, pandoba, rimpelo ba. Pour out your spirit on us, Lord. Pour out your spirit on everyone that is here, Lord. That we will become fruitful vines, fruitful fields, fruitful fields. In the name of Jesus, every center represented here, Lord. Every center represented here. Every branch represented here. Pour out your spirit on us, Lord. Pour out your spirit on us, Lord. Mamose makayeba milato baseba. Leko maseto liala rimota melaka kempalo baba rampola basempato basikayola lepako basempola sat ramato maleba seto makaya kamola tapila kababonda leba rampola tonda likando la babala pour out your spirit on us lord mayota yebakala fill us with your spirit that we may be fruitful lord that we may yield fruit and bear fruit lord in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus lift your hands just thank god that your season of fruitfulness is here 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 our season of fruitfulness is here in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of Jesus, my God, Nemo Kabaya, Mambola Ba, Nembola Ba, Lempatoba, Rimala, wildernesses are turning into fruitful vines, fruitful fields, fruitful vines, fruitful fields, because the Holy Spirit has been poured out, and the gift of sacrifice, the grace to sacrifice, the willingness to sacrifice is being stirred up in every one of us now in the name of Jesus. From today we shall be fruitful. We shall be fruitful. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you for this opportunity to hear a teaching on fruitfulness. Lord, we pray that from now, as we jump into the field to bring forth fruit, we will indeed be willing and ready and able to sacrifice to pay the price that will lead to our fruitfulness help everybody under the sound of my voice who will pay the price cause them to be fruitful fill them with your spirit and cause them to be fruitful cause each one to be fruitful Lord let them bear much fruit your word said if the seed dies it bringeth forth much fruit as they sacrifice, let them bring forth much fruit. Lord, in the name of Jesus, all glory, all honor will come to you. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Say a victorious amen. Oh, you will become fruitful. Let's rise up and let's sacrifice. Some of us have to sacrifice some of the friends in our school and make new friends through whom we will bear fruit. 
maybe these friends they are so they, they, I mean they are so heartened after several opportunities you are not able to bear any fruit in that group you may need to sacrifice to make new friends these friends who wear spectacles and things they don't look cool you may be surprised out of them you will bear fruit yeah and you'll be surprised the school I went to today as I think of all the boys who were wearing spectacles they are the CEOs today yeah yeah they didn't look cool in those days those who look cool they have a haircut they have a swagger oh today nothing can't do anything yeah 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 yeah. you'll be surprised those who don't look cool because they don't have any friends they concentrate on school work they are the people who are working in big places you go to this office you need a big man there you see that's the big man there and you didn't make and sometimes when you see you can't recognize them because now they've gotten some money so they are wearing contact lenses you knew them as the guy with the glasses as thick as a fish tank. Yeah, now he's wearing contacts. You can't see him. So, so are you? Yeah. Hey! Oh, but when we were in school, you didn't make friends with. It's too late. Put your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. want to take an offering before we close. It's month end. Is that not so? Those of you have been promising month end will give an offering. It's month Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg or call 083 773 1605. God richly bless you.